Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Manny. And my name is Brandon. And together we are the Nerd, Nerd Lot. Lot. Holy shit, we actually got that on the first try, I think, even though we haven't recorded in quite a bit. I'll <laughs> fix it in post if we didn't. Uh, yeah, <laughs> screw it, man. Don't worry about fixing it in post. We're doing it live. We're doing it live. Live-ish. And, we're, do- and uh, we're doing this raw, you and I, you know? All right. So, all right. So, it's been a, a couple of weeks no since masks. we had a... Yeah, no mask. That's raw. That's raw in 2020. No mask. Uh All right. So, so here's the thing. All right. So we haven't had a, 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 what should I say? Like a normal Nerdlot episode in quite some time. I think uh, in the last few episodes that we did, we invited our friend Alex Lomeli on board and all that. But right now it's just you and I, uh, the original cast of the Nerdlot, you know, uh, I apologize that I haven't made myself that much available. Uh, to, to be able to record things have been a little bit weird uh, on my end over here as far as like uh, uh, so much going on I think uh, ever since the lockdown happened I know a lot of people have not been able to go to work and they've been stuck at home but yeah and you've been had the chance to work from home whereas me though I, I still have to go and work every single day and uh, it's been nonstop for me and uh, it's crazy and then on top of that uh, my wife she's a speech therapist assistant I should say so she does a lot of in-home stuff but obviously for you know coronavirus reasons she's not able to go into people's homes right now and so she gets to stay home with our three kids which is a six-year-old and twin two-year-old boys which which are a handful right so I work I come home I get to clean and uh, obviously my daughter's not in school so she has to do all of her school work so when I get home I have to help her with that. And it's just, it's chaos, man. But you know, that's neither here nor there. We're here now. And I'm just happy to be here now as tired as I am, but I miss your, I miss your fucking face, man. I know, man. Tell me about it. You know, and I think your story, it's like 95% of people's fucking stories right now. It's like everybody's stressed. Everybody's dealing with crap. Um, And like you, you don't really complain a lot and which is dope, you know, because a lot of people, are worse off than us at the moment yeah um, we either yeah. they don't they're not working they don't have money they're trying to they're struggling you know it, it's 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 a tough time for mental health for for everybody and so if we can if this podcast can generate at least a couple of smiles and right. take you away from the covid news and you know can we just get back to when it was just regular homeless people we were worrying about here in Los Angeles? Can or, we just go or, back to that? Or, or vegans, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, yeah, like you said, there's really not a whole lot to complain. And you, ne- you, you, you personally, you never, you never hear me complaining about this kind of stuff. But sometimes it gets to become a little too much, and it's a lot, dude, and, and, lot. and then you become brain fried. So you know, people are stressed whether they're not working or if they are working right now, you know, it's like uh, going into work each and every day. I work at a children's hospital, so I get stressed out every single day thinking that I'm bringing something home with me. Yeah. Um, you but know, at and, least, at least they keep, it's probably one of the safest places to go to right now. Um, I guess. Well, well, believe it or not, there are people uh, uh, on staff who have been, uh, you know, confirmed as positive. I'm sure people I work with closely, <laughs> things like that. Right. Um, fortunately, these 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 same people are okay. They were able to recover just fine. They're young on the younger side of things. Um, you know, no real underlying conditions. Fortunately for that. But you know, like I said, you know, whether you're working or not working, uh, people are still stressed. Uh, not only that, uh, because you know you have to do the job, and then you come home thinking you're bringing something home. And then you have to attend to your family here. Now, my wife, poor thing, she never gets a break, right? She's with these kids 24-7. 
uh, I at least get to go away for a few hours during the day, but then I come home to that and then I have to help my daughter with her homework. And, you know, I, I have here, you know, I, which I, I'm not complaining because I love the projects that I have going on. I love doing the nerd lot. I have uh, Manny and Lo-Fi, which as you can see over there on Wednesdays. And then I do the radio show. So a lot of stuff going on and, and you get a little bit of a, a little bit of a burnout because Hell yeah. with, with the stress of all of this, I think um, it's kind of hard to, and, and, and I hate to say it this way, but it's kind of hard to like be creative, I guess, or, or, or make room for creativity uh, because you're just, you're just fried because you're just completely consumed with everything else going on. But still, man, uh, you know, thank you because you, you make sure that I made time for the nerd lot. Yeah. And I mean, we, have, we have to put, we have to push each other to, to continue yeah. to stay focused and stay driven. It's, it's tough. It, it is hard. You know, you get, you get caught into these tired laps. will like you said, like one thing that I'm doing now, which I, you know, I'm working a lot more from home and I don't drive anymore. So I'm not, I don't, I have that routine where I wake up in the morning and I do my routine. I listen to podcasts or whatever, get ready, drive to work, drive home. And I have that time to myself now. And, and I'm not alone. Everybody has this. It's like, now it's just like I wake up and then I go to work. I'm already, I'm, I'm in my desk or if I need to take a break, I need to go be with my son or it, it's, it's a crazy weird, it's a crazy weird time. All good. It's a crazy weird time. And like I'm just I'm ready for like I know it's not going to go back to normal, but at no. least we can. Uh, the good thing is is that there's been a shitload of stuff to watch on TV. Yeah, um, well, you and yeah. I probably watch a good amount of it, and I'm sure the people who listen to us have watched even more than us. So I think it's a perfect segue and a transition to our first topic. That's right. So uh, I know that we normally do a lot of uh, uh, topics when it comes to quote unquote nerdy things, right? Because we are nerd nerdy. Nerdy. We're, we're geek dads and that's what the nerd lot is about. You know, before all this went to crap, we would like to focus on comic book movies. We like to focus on stuff from Disney Plus, uh, just in general, stuff that stuff, you know, that uh makes us man children, right? Yep. <laughs> uh we focus on that sort of thing. And I think in the last few episodes we kinda like uh, deviated a little bit from that. But you know, it's uh, with the lockdown, it's it's unfortunate because a lot of movies that should have been out in theaters by now are not in theaters. In fact, many of them are being pushed back as you know as much as a year yep. now, right? Um, you know, so we're left and and before before the lockdown, every week we had plenty of material like you know new movie, new drop, new trailer, new this, new that. Now we have nothing, so we kind of have to kind of just either revisit classics or uh, just pretty much watch whatever the fuck we can. Right. So which, which, uh, which leads me to, you know, the movie that we're going to talk about right now. It's not nerdy. However, however, this team that put this movie together do have a cult following. And, oh, and the, yeah, yeah, definitely. You and I, we are in our late 30s. And, you know, for the last 20 plus years, we've been watching pretty much anything with Adam Sandler. Right. Anywhere from Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison to even his lesser good stuff i guess like bulletproof but we've been watching them all mr. right deeds yeah mr i love mr deeds all right i Everybody love mr. Deeds. mr deeds yeah i love mr deeds anyway great soundtrack sneaky, right sneaky, sneaky. but but anyway uh billy uh billy madison uh, adam sandler went ahead and created a, a production company called happy madison and with happy madison he always makes sure this is bless his heart man because the movies may not always be the greatest movies in the world but he, I'm pretty sure he only makes these movies to keep his friends employed, right? So, Happy Madison, uh, you know, they released a brand new movie. And I, and I had no idea this movie was even going to be a thing. I was just flipping through, you know, Netflix like I 
two o'clock in the morning one day. I couldn't sleep. And all of a sudden I'm like, what the hell is this? I see David Spade's yep. face plastered all over the place with a goofy looking gal who, who you know, just grinding on him. <laughs> big old <laughs> and, eyes, all yeah, eyes. Big old eyes, right? Like I am the hell cat or whatever. Um, so, so anyway, she, I'm like, huh? Oh, Oh, look, look at, and before I even knew it was happy Madison, I saw all the people that were in it. And every, basically any Adam Sandler goofy comedy that you've ever had, all the side characters and supporting cast in us, they're in this. Exactly. Right? Yep. And, and it, the only one that didn't make an on-screen appearance was Alan, what is it, Alan Covert? Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he's probably the biggest um, role player of that group. Right. But Alan Covert actually took Happy Madison, which is he's basically kind of a – he really is a partner with Adam Sandler. So he actually produced this uh, project. And I don't, I'm not sure Sandler's even really attached oh, to so this. So he's like more behind movie. the scenes on this. Yeah, like really he's heavily definitely, involved. Right. Oh, awesome, awesome. So, so anyway, this movie is called The Wrong Missy, starring David Spade. And like I said, everybody else who's ever appeared in Adam Sandler movie. But the biggest, even though this movie, the, the main protagonist is uh, David Spade's character. I guess his name, hold on. What, what's his name in this? Uh, I'm sorry, yes. Tim. Grant. His name is Tim. <laughs> nah, <right>? nah. <laughs> Right, Tim. So he's basically. I fucking love that guy. Yeah, right. So, but you know, so so he's in this. But the person who I feel the reason that this movie worked as well as it did was the gal, the actress who played the role of uh, Missy Melissa. Right. So, which was played by what is her name, Lauren. Lapkus. She's appeared in several things. I think the last movie that I actually got to see her in, she was a supporting character in Jurassic World. Um, <laughs> yeah, but she was, anyway. So the, this movie right here is, this This is the synopsis that I'm reading off of uh, IMDb, of course, which is Tim thinks he's invited the woman of his dreams on a work retreat to Hawaii. Realizing too late, he mistakenly texted someone from a nightmare blind date. All right. So, um, do you care to give a little bit, kind of what how how this movie starts? Yeah, like it um, it starts like David Spade is kind of like he's perfect at playing like as like a guy who looks so hapless and like as as funny as he is, and we and anybody like you said, we're in that prime age group and maybe a little older than us too. Um, that remember David Spade from SNL and the early '90s comedies where he was just like a hit. He is yeah, and he was beautiful. And he was like peas and carrots with Chris Farley. Yes. Right? Uh, Tommy Boy. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, the other one. There was a Tommy Black Boy. Sheep. Black Sheep. There we go. Now, that movie was t- fucking terrible, though. Uh, I remember I remember Black Sheep. Uh, Hard to compete with Tommy Boy. Uh, to- uh, what's it called? Uh, Cisco and Ebert. Cisco and Ebert. Uh, I remember, bless their hearts. I, I used to love them, watch them religiously. But I still remember to this day, uh, Roger Ebert said – I remember his review because they had their show uh, at the movies or something like that on mm-hmm, ABC mm-hmm. on Sundays. I remember him clearly saying that he walked out of that movie. It was so bad. But Damn. anyway, David Spade, so go ahead. Yeah. So like he plays this, um, a person who he, I, I forgot what he was doing at the airport, but he's at the airport. Um, and he bumps into this pretty lady who mm-hmm. is, happens to, I guess, be Melissa as well, but you don't know it at the time. Uh, he bumps into this pretty blonde and I guess they take each other's luggage. So they go their separate ways. David Spade tries to enter the airplane. They're like, hey, bro, wrong shit. So then he meets, they exchange, see each other again. Everything's close. They have a drink at the bar. All of a sudden, they're chatting it up. 
they are very similar when it comes to recently divorced, being cheated on. They have the same book in their luggage and they start making out in a closet and then they leave each other. But then right. she texts David Spade and he just like is like fantasizing about her yeah. nonstop. Now, before this, the movie opens up with David Spade, character Tim. He's a guy, you know, obviously a middle-aged guy. And he recently got dumped by his ex-fiance. That's right, right? that's right, that's right. Ex-fiance. So um, he goes, goes on a blind date, which I guess was actually set up by his grandmother. Uh, but Oh, yeah, it, obviously it, the whole part of that. Yeah, yeah. So in comes Lauren Lapkus, uh, playing Melissa, a.k.a. Missy. And, um, and she is just terrible. I'm talking about like batshit fucking crazy no, right? I'm, glad, I'm glad you yeah. brought this up because i remember yeah. now i remember like yeah. they, she plays a joke on david spade saying hey go to the bar i'm the best right. <laughs> just immediately this girl is fucking nuts right yeah, yeah. so but it was like the blind date of hell right and immediately you you knew that this girl this lady lauren lapkus you know she was gonna be like first of all this is like the comedy version of like Raiders of the Lost Ark and she is the fucking boulder right to this movie so immediately it's a terrible thing but her name is Melissa aka Missy now fast forward you said that you know David Spade a few months later ends up meeting this other woman this beautiful blonde woman also named Melissa right so you know because he already had the the so then he has to go on this like retreat, this work retreat in Hawaii for a weekend for his company, which is obviously supposed to be like B of A. Um, but yeah. they, uh, yeah, so though they go. So um, his friend at work, played by Nick Swartzen, who, by the way, looks like he is a guy who ate two of Nick Swartzen's. Yeah. Right? He, he, he is, I think he's Nick Swartzen's. Now yeah. he's just plural. Yeah, you know, it's funny is that like I remember him and grandma's boy and that yeah. dude was skinny as shit. Yeah, I gotta go, man. I gotta I gotta go pee out of my ass. Right. <laughs> so um great lines. So anyway, he says, Hey, you know what? You're gonna go you're gonna go to uh, a Hawaii. We're we're gonna go to this thing. Why don't you invite that supermodel that you're obsessed with? Right? So he goes and starts texting Melissa, thinking that he is texting the blonde. But all along, you realize, you end up finding out that he's ended up texting the Melissa from the terrible blind date. And she is who ends up showing up at the plane with him and goes on this weekend trip with him. Yep. Right? So it's just every, like I said, the way she started off, which is like, you know, the blind date, this, like I said, she's like the boulder in this movie. Everything that happens throughout the entire movie is just a smorgasbord of raunchiness and comedy and so many WTF moments one after another. Now, this a, is a kind a, a lot, yeah, a lot of good, funny one liners. A lot of good one liners. I fell in love with Lauren Lupkus. I fell in love with her. She's a She's not like you look at her and she's not like your quintessential, like beauty that you're normally used to, but there is a lot of charm to her and she just commands this movie. She steals the show. She does. And you know, one yeah. thing I do, I do want to add is that the, the cursing in this movie wasn't either over the top. I felt like a lot of it probably wasn't even in the script. Uh -huh. You know, like I felt like it was just like the actors, like, like when she's like, oh, like, so I think she's like, says oh, something. She's trying to guess David's face age. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it's like, that, that, I feel like that's very organic. Yeah. Like his reactions, I feel like, you know, it was just kind of like the director telling her, just go out and just 
say offend whatever him. the hell comes out of your mouth. Offend him. And just, yeah, and just offend him, do whatever you can. And his reactions to her were genuine. He's like, like he was kind of like, uh-huh. like, can you can you imagine? Okay, so like David Spade in pretty much every movie, he was like, oh, really? Oh, man, I did not see that humming kind of thing, you know? Like yep. he has that kind of, de- he is like a perfect sarcastic asshole, this guy, right? But it was almost like, even he was completely taken off guard by this by this character and it was this is a movie okay so you're looking at i watched the trailer on netflix you know how like you go and you're scrolling and the automatically the the trailer comes on right right and and i'm like you know what there is something about this goddamn movie that is cringe all over and you know pretty much any comedy that adam sandler's been putting on netflix recently hasn't been that great so you kind of already have that feeling of it like going in you realize okay it's that kind of movie right so the very next day so i set it aside and i ended up watching something else the next day uh i'm tired but for some way somehow the kids were able to go to finally go to sleep at like 11 30 at night and i'm she's like okay well let's watch something so she goes down she meets me downstairs we'll start watching something and she's like what do you want to watch and i say Hey, you know what? I came across this one last night and I played the trailer for her and she, and I was waiting for her to say, you know what? This looks fucking stupid. Let's, let's watch something else. But no, she actually said, okay. <laughs> so we watched this movie and I am laughing a lot more than I should be laughing at this movie. And my wife is laughing at this movie a lot as well. Yeah. yeah we're we're yeah. giggling a lot. Like it's funny. Again, it is the movie's very cliche. It's kind of like the heartbreak kid meets pretty much any Adam Sandler movie with like a hint of like two, like an extra dose of raunch, right? And cringe all over. But surprisingly, this movie works. And, 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 but the reason it works so much is because of Lauren Lapkus. It, it, it's a really funny movie. Um, yeah. And, and like, like you said, the entire cast, like it, it's, it's there. You have, um, the guy with the crazy eyes from Waterboy. Um, <laughs> You're a hooker, right? Remember that you, guy? you have Schneider, who is like kind of his character from Fifty First Dates without the Which, Hawaiian accent. I have another point to talk about that. We'll go, come back to that character. So, because um, I was waiting for him to say, like, um, bring me back a T-shirt. I, right. he, he, it was that. Okay. So he obviously is an Islander, right? A native in the island. But. But that was such a missed opportunity because he could have easily played the same character he played in Fifty First Date, creating a Happy Madison universe. He should, right? I mean, yeah, he should have. He should have just gone with it, right? Um, Agreed. And honestly, I think Rob Schneider's uh, jokes in that were the ones that kind of like were like my least favorite. I should say. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. His character is very odd. He was just there because uh, he was there. Um, who well, oh Sandler's wife was in this movie. She played a pretty big role. She's a terrible actress, by the way. Not great. Not great. Not actress. great. Even my wife, she's like, oh man, she's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, she's not great, but you know, she she adds some sort of charm to the scenes <laughs> she, because her, you know it's Sandler's her, wife. Her her character served a purpose. It, yeah. it actually served a good purpose. Um, I, I like I like the bro. Um, he's like, I'm on fucking timeout. Oh, I got like five more minutes left. <laughs> but like I said, going back to this, if you like. Sandler's goofier movies, even the stuff that he's not in, like Grandma's Boy, um, you know, things like that. I would actually say that's the closest you'll get to like knowing the kind of humor that this movie is, Grandma's Boy, um, but just yeah. not stonerish, right? That yeah. it's but it's that same kind of humor. 
And if you enjoy that kind of stuff, then you will probably like the wrong Missy. I think. Yeah, I mean, I feel like what else do you have to do right now? It's yeah. not that long of a movie. It, it's funny, um, and it'll you know have a like like my friend recommended it to me like this. He's like, sit down with your wife or spouse and have a drink, have a smoke sesh, exactly. whatever you, whatever you do, have it and enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. So we're, we're watching this. I had a good time. She had a good time. Uh, the soundtrack's pretty solid, as usual, as pretty much any Happy Madison movie. Um, but yeah, I think if you, if you really, you know, as somebody, as my, speaking for myself, as someone who this weekend was like a terrible weekend, I think it was like the culmination for all the stress and everything oh, kind man. of bunching up. Um, and I shut down. I shut down completely to the point I didn't even record it. I, I, did, I did not even record a new Maddie's mixtape <laughs> for the well, radio station. That's I, I, how. I, yeah. Oh, so, gonna, go right ahead. But I should say, as on edge as I was over this weekend, for those 90 minutes that I was watching this movie, it completely helped me forget everything else. Well, that's what the magic of movies are and TV shows and all that stuff. Like you can you can connect with it in a way that connects with your life and makes your life a little bit more meaningful, or you can forget about it and disconnect and just pretend to be in a fake universe. That's why the Marvel movies are so dope and Star Wars and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and to your point, which you mentioned a minute ago, I think it's a perfect segue to talk about the person we lost this weekend, mm-hmm. which was Fred Willard. And um, Fred Willard. There, there was another director who passed away, and I, I can't remember her name. I'll Lynn, Lynn, I forget. Lynn something. Lynn. She, she, she was um, – and look, and this is not what she should be known for. I just know her because of this. She directed a bunch of newer episodes, and she was dating Mark Maron. Yeah. So, um, so but, yeah. So um, <clears throat> we've actually lost a few people since the last episode we recorded. We yeah. had a, lot, a previous Saturday, we, which kind of really bummed me out, was uh, uh, the death of Little Richard. Right, little Richard oh, yeah. passed away. Yeah, yep. which is, on and in my in my opinion, and I think anytime somebody says this, uh, nobody counters it. But you know, nobody disagrees in saying that he is probably one of the main creators of rock and roll. Oh yeah, no did. doubt, no his doubt. Mu- his music was stolen to shit by white artists. Uh, he basically he was rock and roll before elvis um but the you know in a time where his skin color was a real big problem in america right so basically they took his music and they gave it to white artists because it was a time when you know uh uh, mommy and daddy didn't want their little white girls uh daughters uh getting down to like a black dude on 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 stage but you know so we lost him we lost uh, they can see justin bieber now yeah we lost we've several other people uh, other known artists i can't really think of look right right now, head. but yeah the one that really hit me this saturday was uh uh frank willard fred willard i'm sorry fred willard because yeah, lynn, any, lynn shelton lynn yeah, shelton yeah, yeah but fred will uh fred willard anytime i saw this man on screen you know whether on those mockumentaries uh like best in show or uh anytime i, I you know i grew up watching leno so he was on leno a lot yep. right and and things like that. So like every any time for anything that this man was on screen, I enjoyed. He, you know, I, I was looking. At, I wanted to think of. I probably know him in my mind, even though he was a very small role, Anchorman. Uh-huh. It's just very memorable uh-huh. to me his role in Anchorman. But he was just always like smiling. He always had like a, a really infectious smile, and in every movie he was in. And I, there, there's so many. I was literally on IMDb. There's so freaking many movies. Yeah. And it's like he's been on not just movies. He's been on TV shows. Oh, he's yeah. A, he's, he's a recurring character on so many things. So you see him 
all the time. And and he's also going to be on Space Force, which is coming out on Netflix. <clears throat> so, and it's just it's it's tough, man. I mean, he's an old he's an old man, eighty six years old, uh, and it's a pretty full life yeah. in the grand scheme of things. You know, you would like to hopefully extend that into the nineties, but you get what you get. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that said, life. you know, that said, you know, go out and find yourself a good comedy right now. Uh, I think it, it, once in a while you you have to yeah you, you want you want to say that you watch good cinema quote unquote you know let's let's and recommend it, let me, I'm gonna recommend a Fred Willard um, movie right now okay. and I'm gonna recommend Anchorman because shit it's fucking funny as fuck and I'm gonna say Best in Show yeah Best, Best in, in Show, show yeah. is probably his his most uh, memorable one he you know it's funny on IMDb he's most known for Harold and Kumar. <laughs> I think so he Fred, was. I think he Fred was Willard a lot. partook in the uh, the medicine, medicinal marijuana. You think so? I he did it. have he did have a kind of that demeanor to him. I remember he was doing some interview. I forget which uh, which show he was on, and uh, they're like, "Hey, so Fred Willard, so like, what are you working on anything right now?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm currently working on a novel." You know, <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh yeah, when when are we expected to be done?" It's like, "Well, no, but I was wondering if maybe you could help me get through it because it's really hard to read, <laughs> you know, oh, or God. something, or something like that, right?" He's like, when he said he was working on a novel, he's trying to read a novel, um, but uh, <laughs> things like that, like so subtle, and so, and all that. But yeah, yeah, like you know, you know, watch, uh, do yourself a favor and and watch comedies, even yeah, though I'm, you know these like. Just goofball we, comedies. Watch them, and they will really help you get through a lot. We we also forgot one more person that passed um, away, and he was a fucking legend, a legend among legends. He's not the king of the Jews because that's been um, that's Mel Brooks, but Jerry Stiller. Oh, yes. might have been the prince of the Jews. Yeah, he's like, you want a piece of me, <laughs> dude? I will. His introduction for me was heavyweights. Mm. Um, when you know <laughs> Ben Stiller was like that, to me that was like the coolest thing in the world like I was in my I don't know 12, 13 years old when Heavyweights came out maybe right around that age mm. and then not only was a star of the movie Ben Stiller who was hilarious his parents were in the movie like yeah. it was just cool it was like oh man like and then I found out Jerry Stiller is like obviously this like comedic legend. He's in Seinfeld. He's just been you know, he's Zoolander. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So even oh. Ben <laughs> Ben Stiller's a legacy man. But <clears throat> but um, well, he's part of that Holly, that frat pack, quote unquote, the new the yeah, new age frat pack. Yeah, man. Like he was already born into that world and privilege mm-hmm. and all that. And it's like I don't know where he was able to pop up and like you know direct a movie, but uh, reality bites. Um, but you know. Um, but yeah, we've lost a lot of people in the last week, like few, like 10 days. It's been tough. Yeah, it's been tough. And, but you know, you know, I said we were, uh, you know, we always said that we were going to stick away from all the, the COVID stuff, but I, I do want to take a, a quick moment to acknowledge all the people who have, uh, unfortunately passed away 90,000 plus people, Americans, but also, uh, all those people who have, you know, just been lost throughout the entire world. And at any, any time that I, I, I wake up, I just go on NPR and I read the, the, the numbers and it's almost like immediately like I turn on the computer and it's like damage report. Right. But you know, you see the numbers go up by like, you know, a thousand at a time, 2000 sometimes. And you know, it, 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 it does break my heart because these people are passing away our sons, daughters, husbands, wives, aunts, uncles, grandparents, you know, all over. And uh, I personally know people who, 
who have had loved ones who have passed away from this. Um, you know, just, just yesterday, just yesterday, um, a friend that I, uh, you know, a fellow cinephile, I guess, uh, she had mentioned how like she had literally had to say goodbye to her grandmother, uh, who was dying from COVID. And then a few days later, a few hours later, she was gone. Um, things like that. I personally know people who have gotten it, uh, you know, you know, and all that. And it's just, it's, it's not fun. You know, it's not fun to lose people and people, you get all these like, you know, tinfoil hat motherfuckers who are always going on and on about like the flu kills more people, not in the span of two fucking months though. Yeah. You, know? you know? So, you know, I, um, and like that argument, like I don't understand and not to get into, I'm not a scientist and I didn't go to school for it, but just because one illness is killing people and one doesn't, doesn't mean that like, just you shouldn't use other numbers to justify that somebody's dying because of something else. Like right. clearly the flu, flu isn't as deadly because we have, we have, we can, we can treat it. And mm-hmm. once we hopefully are able to treat this coronavirus and COVID yeah. then maybe those numbers will go down and maybe we'll feel better yeah. as a society. But until then, like people should not act like they're fucking doctors because nobody is unless because they, a doctor. because they watch the fucking YouTube video. Right. Uh, you know, I work at a hospital. I work closely with doctors. I work in a, so I, I get all the same reports that they get. You know, I see the reports and I see all the guidelines and everything like that. This shit is real, man. Yeah, I, I, work, I work, I work like a block away from Huntington Memorial out here in Pasadena. I see people going in and they never come out, you know? So, um, it, it's, it's heartbreaking. It really is. And, you know, so I, it angers me when people, you know, these tinfoil hat people come out and saying that, Oh, this is just, this is not real. Uh, it's all a hoax because some way, somehow the entire world got together just to affect Trump's numbers. Fuck you. You know? Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, it's a problem when, you know, you have a leader leadership team that doesn't clarify yeah. things well and leaves, leaves opinions out for people to make their own decisions mm-hmm. and when they're uninformed and uneducated about these certain stuff because I'm, I'm uninformed uneducated too i'm just a guy sitting here waiting for a doctor to tell me it's cool to go shoot a fucking basketball and yeah. I'm, you know I, that's all i'm waiting for but yeah. we can't do that and yeah. so like i could easily go play golf right now but uh but i'm waiting because i have a small son at home and yeah. i also respect my neighbors like golf courses are going to be there plus i'm not even that good like <laughs> the game doesn't right. miss me you know so it's like think about what's important and people want to get haircuts they want to you know and look everybody getting stir crazy and we get it man we oh, we all get it but yeah. instead of trying to break each other down we should be trying to keep each other up and yeah i i see i see good stories and then i see bad stories manny and it sucks yeah so anyway again uh, that's enough of that sort of thing. Okay. But anyway, we've got a lot of good news though. You know, uh, nerdy news, uh, not just, you know, uh, you know, uh, all doom and gloom, but we get a lot of good news, especially yeah. from great shows that we've been watching like the Mandalorian. Hello. Hello. Why don't so, you go ahead and share, give us a little bit of that like, goodness. So Mandalorian season two is, uh, they have some news. I think they're going to have like a few dope characters from the clone wars. Um, it looks like Ahsoka Tano is going to be in this series. And because the clone wars, we'll, we talk, we'll talk about the clone wars at a yeah. later date. And I'll leave you, you know what? I'm going to have to come up, you know, by the way, I'm drinking a PBR. This one's That's for fine. you, my friend. Thanks, um, yeah. I'm drinking a cold brew coffee. I didn't, I, I didn't want to have a beer today. Yeah, 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 but anyway, uh, you know, as long as you're not thirsty. But anyway, no, I had, I had um, a bunch. I had a bunch over the weekend. You know what? I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have to um, I'm gonna have to uh, kind of work out 
because obviously I can't sit and watch seven damn seasons of that oh, animated tough. show. I, I'm um, stuck on season so three. I haven't I'm gonna have it. to. I think there's guidelines out there, uh, you know, uh, outlines to tell you which episodes are the more important ones to, you know, follow that arc. That's pretty good. Uh, that story arc. So I'm going to go ahead and do that, and that way we can go ahead and discuss uh, Clone Wars. Um, but anyway, Mandal- Mandalorian news. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, well, well, that's why I brought up the Clone Wars because they're heavily yeah. – they're going to be t- they're going to be tied because I hear the last episode of the Clone Wars is about the Mandalorian siege, the siege on Mandalore, which really goes into the Mandalorian. It ties into that. Um, I don't know what else is in there, but – you know, in the Clone Wars, it already has ties to the Dark Saber. So, it, Mando season two, and I don't know how much Tano is going to be, Ahsoka is going to be in this series. It could be one episode. It could be. Um, I don't think she's going to be a big character. I think it's just going to be kind of a, a what I've been reading a push to get to the next season of Rebels, the animated series. Yeah, because Mandalorian is it doesn't need anybody else. It's just dope. It doesn't need – I mean, it has Mando and Baby Yoda, and that's really all it needs. It doesn't need anything else, does it? No. I think that's all That's all it really needed. But you know what? Well, we we were pleasantly surprised at how good season one turned out. So let's see Let's see what they pull off with the next one. I agree. Uh, you know, yeah, and I think uh, uh, as long as they have the, the, uh, the, the right people behind it, I think it should be okay. Um, I Seems think like honestly – and I, but I think I do think that um, from season one, the weakest link as far as directors go uh, was Bryce Dallas Howard. So I was kind of disappointed in seeing that she would return for an episode in season two because I'm like, ah, damn it. Which one was um, her episode? Was it the one where like he the dance, got the, the, the dances with wolves episode? The love interest. <laughs> yes, um, you know where they're like at these like uh, rice fields or something like that, right? Take off your mask, Mando. Stay here forever. Yeah, right. So um, I thought that was the weakest episode. Um, there was some good from it, but I thought overall it was uh, the weakest episode. So it, I was the fact that was. she's coming back. I mean, I'm not saying it, it was bad. I'm not saying it was a bad episode. I'm just saying that, like you know, uh, I could have done without it. Yeah, but, and maybe um, and maybe she'll bring back ties that episode and make those warrior, make those like village people a little bit more warrior esque. I don't know. Right. So you know that said, uh, the one thing that did make me excited about knowing as far as directors is the fact that they are bringing Robert Rodriguez on board to direct. Uh, oh, really? Uh, yeah, Robert Rodriguez is coming on board. Nice. And I think I think he's scheduled to direct, I think, the season finale or something. Um, so that should be interesting, uh, I think. And Tyke is going to be back, right? So, uh, you sure. know, so that's why that, – why do you think, why do you think uh, p- so many people were pushing for Danny Trejo to appear in, in The Mandalorian Season 2 because they knew Robert Rodriguez was going to oh, be in it? Oh, shit. So now do you see where the tie is, right? Yeah, uh, hell yeah, so I do. What, yeah, so it would. Can you can you imagine a fucking uh, like a Jedi machete, <laughs> like a like a Mexican Mexican Jedi? They're like, no, you got to use the Force, Holmes, <laughs> right? And and that would be amazing. So like, yeah, so it's so like you got no saber. Yeah, yeah, you come out and uh, it, it you know spills out the got this, but um, <laughs> they. If, if, if Danny Trejo is going to appear in an episode of Mandalorian, it's going to be the one directed by Robert Rodriguez. Oh, yeah, man. I'm, I, I think Taika, hopefully, will be back. Maybe they can bring back IG-11 somehow, some way. Uh, a, a different IG-11, maybe. I don't know. I yeah, don't know. and um, what's it called? Um, Taika Watiti, I know that he did a, a wonderful job uh, with um, – because he wrote 
I think he wrote the very last episode of the Mandalorian, which is my favorite overall. Oh, hell yeah. The IG um, Lava Walk was like straight out of Terminator 2, like you right. said. Right. Right. And, uh, but anyway, great. Uh, oh, news that we were, su- we were supposed to record about this, but, you know, it's been reported that Pagua Titi is going to come on and to direct a whole new Star Wars movie. Thank God. Uh, so. Thank God. Oh, yeah. There we go. Taika, thank you very much. Thank you, Taika. Because we, we need that. Um, and look, Rise of Skywalker is going to be mixed opinions forever. Um, and that's just the way Star Wars – look, it's gonna. it started off with mixed opinions, gained steam, and it ended with mixed opinions, at least the Skywalker saga. But right. I'm very excited to see where Taika and a few other directors can go. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I think so. Um, so, yeah, a lot of good stuff. Uh, Mandalorian Season 2 coming up. And uh, as far as I know, Disney has confirmed that it is going to supposed to come out on schedule. Um, yeah, it seems so. Because I think because I think I think they were already done with the principal by the time that um, you know the lockdown already happened. So um, it may have been I don't know, but uh, or you know they were able to figure things out. But they they're saying you know it's supposed to come out in October. So let's look let's look forward to that. I think so, and I think that we're going to see a glimpse of. Falcon and the Winter Soldier soon. Finally, like oh yeah, a, they say that that that's coming out for sure. Thank uh, God. In about seven, seventy days or something like that, they reported. Give us something. They give us something. God damn it! I'm tired of those goddamn Disney singalongs. All right, this, well, hey, this Disney singalongs. If you watch them, you see you see how we look. Uh, we we look on the screen right now. That's exactly how those goddamn things perform. They're like, let it go, let it go. So you know? right now we're only watching like Tots and Puppy Dog Pals. So like yeah. very, very good. Oh, very- you know what we're watching at my house? Bluey? No, not Bluey. Not, thankfully, we've, we've been able to stay away from that thing. <laughs> I heard people say that Bluey's great. No, we're watching a show that I think you would appreciate. It's called Shaun the Sheep. Oh, Sean the Sheep. Okay, yeah, Sean the Sheep. But you know that uh, that uh, you know that claymation and a studio from Adam Britton called the uh, Art Ardman. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do Wallace and Gromit. Uh, but anyway, they do a show for kids uh, called uh, Sean the Sheep. It's really good, man. If you're gonna watch a show with your kid, watch that uh, one because you as an, as an as an adult, you're gonna be very entertained by that. <laughs> nice. That's, you know that's what? Good. We should we should we should start doing something. I think segments about as parents sh- kid shows that we can watch. Idea. That, that are tolerable for you to be able to watch with your kids. That yeah, because nobody, that, yeah. nobody wants to be bored and like bored out of their mind while their nah, kids watching I mean, a show. If it's going to be something that's going to be on the TV repeatedly, it might as well be something that's entertaining. And Agreed. that's one that I recommend. This is Sean the Sheep. Um, but anyway, uh, where were we going with this? I was going to ask you right now, because we're going to, I think, move into this topic. Yeah. What is, what, what is a show you're binging? What is a show you started watching, new or old? Doesn't matter. Um, started watching, well, one that my wife and I, uh, Angelina, uh, one that, one, one that we just finished watching a couple of weeks ago because it was a season finale, uh, was, uh, Zoe's, uh, infinite playlist. No, extra, no, extra, not Zoe's. Extraordinary. extraordinary. I'm sorry. I always get that wrong, but it's Zoe's extraordinary playlist. What an um, amazing, what an amazing show this was. Holy, really, dude? Really? Because every time I talked about that show, you would always be like, Manny, I, no, I'm never going to watch that. It no, was, ama- that, it was you amazing. You said that. On the last episode, you said you're probably never going to get to that show, and now you're telling me that it's amazing. It was. It. I, I'm, I not was I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm glad. I was. We just started watching it, um, wow. and I. I was watching while doing work, and it was charming. It was funny. Yeah. Gallagher was great in it. Yes. And 
Yeah, it's just it was touching and yeah, it was very not, like, yeah Peter creative. Gallagher Peter Gallagher yeah. great guy it, there is not a single person in that show who was miscast no right? it was perfect that, it everyone was, it, in that show is perfect yes the concept of it is very far-fetched very bubblegum but it doesn't mean that this this show isn't deep uh it, it is very jam-packed with oh, emotion man. with laughter with joy with sadness, it just, sadness. You, you go you go through a lot of uh, different um, you a know, lot of emotions, a lot of, a lot of real human emotions watching all, this show. All, you're all over the spectrum watching this show. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? I, what I find uh, amazing about this show is that there's really nobody in that show that's really considered a villain, uh, or no, there's no one in that show that you will say that you you're supposed to hate that person. No, you actually like everybody who's in this show. And the thing is because of the way that they do it, you know, the concept of it, like, you know, she's able to hear everybody's thoughts, inner thoughts through song. Um, it works because you understand everybody's motivation and even the flawed, the most flawed characters, you understand why they're flawed and you actually feel for them. But yep. this show is, is very lighthearted and it is the perfect show. I think to, watch right now in these times to kind of like help you escape for like those 40 minutes for each episode um it's and the songs are the songs yeah. are good and the covers are good yeah i'm not i am not a fan of musicals at all me neither, you know, me I, neither. I can tell you right now i hate musicals i i i fucking hated la la land okay but this is kind of the same as la la land is pretty much like it like 95 percent of the cast is white um but I don't think there's any Hispanic people in it now that I think about it. No, but they but, got a black. They got a black guy's a love interest. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But is he really black though? He's kind of like a Wayne Brady kind of type, but um, or more like Dio Hewley. There we go. It's like a twenty twenty um, black dude. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, it's a very good show. And to this, just today, my wife and I were talking about this. We're like, oh, by the way, they haven't they haven't said whether they're renewing that show or not because everything's kind of on hold right now. But I really do hope they get a second season. And, you know, you mentioned Peter Gallagher. Uh, he plays a big part, a big m- motivation uh, piece for our main character, Zoe, who's played by uh, Jane – is it Levy? Jane Levy. Uh, so. she, she's great, uh, by the way. Is it um, she related to Eugene Levy by any chance? I don't think so. I don't think yeah. so. But, uh, but anyway, they um, – she does a great job. It's a good show. Uh, check it out, and uh, and like I said, I hate musicals, but the way that they the way that they use the music in this really works. It really works, and it's like part of the story, and it's part of the character's development. Uh, so it, it it's well done. It, it it's a very 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 well done show. Anyway, um, that, kudos, that's kudos to NBC. Yeah, so that's the only show that I think uh, that's on network TV that I can find myself watching, and that's the last show that I actually binged on. So the, look, for for me, it was uh, Zoe's. Um, uh, we watched The Last Dance, the Jordan Bulls documentary. That was really, right. if you like basketball, even if you don't, if you just want to be, I'm going to watch, if you're interested about MJ, really, really good. I won't get well, into it too much. Just today, one of the uh, pediatricians that I work with was telling me, he's like, man, you got to watch this one because it, it's, it, it, you, you, he's, he said kind of like the opposite of you and that like you don't have to be an, a basketball fan to enjoy there, this because there there's, there's a lot of like, intrigue and like you know about like you know just personalities i think and that's what really works about this but if you are a basketball fan then it, it just it adds that much more to it for for me it, it, it did um and also i finished brooklyn 99 the uh last season of it and or at least the most recent season of it and i love that show so much yeah it, it's such a great show 
Yeah, everything else that I've been watching is kind of like, you know, off, uh, off and on. I did watch one episode of um, an FX show. And you could all, – all these shows you can find on Hulu, is by it, the way. What We Do in the Shadows? Yes. Yes. I'm a big fan of the movie. Very which is Which was writ- written and directed by Jermaine Clement uh, and directed by Waika Tatiti <laughs> again. And um, so it, it's, it's a great show. But, you know, the very first season is actually written by Jermaine Clement and directed by Taika. Um, so it's, it's really well done. And I was kind of curious about it. I'm like, I'm going to check it out. Is if it's no, the humor is exactly the same as oh, it is in the movie. It's so slapstick. It's, yeah, it's so dumb, but yet it's like, it's like so dumb. It's smart. Yeah, I guess I, I don't know, but, um, yeah, it's, that's another one that I think I'm going to um, go ahead and continue watching. Good man. Hell yeah. I want to, I want to actually start watching with Jess. Um, and I want to watch, uh, I haven't watched it yet, but for some reason I want to watch it. Um, I want to watch Kimmy Schmidt. I haven't seen it. it looks kind of yeah. funny. Yeah, that's another one. That's another one. I think that um, uh, we used to watch a lot. I think we got as far as the second season, and for whatever reason we stopped. I think I don't know something like that. But um, yeah, they. I don't know. I I think it's it's good. Um, but yeah, there, there's plenty of stuff out there that's being released. So much, so much. Um, the last movie, though. Uh, well, actually, not the last movie, but the last kids movie that we watched, of course, uh, Warner Brothers went ahead and d- released Scoob, the new Scooby-Doo oh, yeah, yeah. movie. Good way to d- finish. Yeah, d- directly on video on demand. When they say video on demand, that just means pretty much any um, uh, digital code, digital streaming movie, service, streaming yeah. service. Not like Netflix or anything, but stuff that you actually pay for, like a la carte, like on iTunes yep. or like, um, like Voodoo, Amazon or, Voodoo yeah. Amazon Prime. Apple, uh, video, whatever. Apple, yeah. whatever. Yeah, so you find those there. So they have it available for what is it to rent for nineteen ninety nine or to own because it's digital at twenty four ninety nine. But so we went ahead. We got we went that route. But Damn. anyway, yeah, yeah, for five yeah. more bucks, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, what the yeah I mean, hell? I, here's the thing. A lot, a lot of people. Um, I'll get and I'll get to the movie itself. But a lot of people are always. Uh, I, I see a lot of people on Twitter constantly complaining that they can't go to the movies right now. They can't. They miss going to the movie theater and all that. Now I. You know, my whole life, uh, the movie theater has been kind of like my temple, right? It's always been right. like my ha- my happy place, right, where I can go and get lost for two hours. Um, but lately, I, I, I you know, uh, I, I still like going to the movies, uh, but I feel like my theater, movie theater experiences have been worse and worse, I guess, as, 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 as time goes by. I don't know if it's just me getting older and becoming grumpier. Uh, or if people just really are getting suckier. Um, but, you know, I feel like there's a lot of people, a lot of a movie goers, a little movie, there's a lot of movie goers out there who have really uh, uh, done their part to hinder my movie going experience. So, and, I, and I've always said, you know, and there's a lot of movies that I want to watch in the theaters, but, you know, is it something that I want to drop 15 bucks for or whatever? Or like, you know, but no. so I've always said, you know, there's a lot of these movies that, like, if they release them, to watch, uh, even if you can just pay like twenty bucks to watch it or something, I would totally go that route, um, you know. And and so I'm kind of hoping that a lot of movies, even maybe not the big tentpole ones, but a lot of movies are released more that way, so then that way I don't have to get to the movie theaters anymore. Well, um, you brought up an amazing point because Trolls World Tour, which I did not see, did that, and they made money, lots yeah. of it. Yeah, Lots I think, of it. I think in the first 17 days, they made like $95 million. It was the most downloaded movie ever. It was the most pre-purchased yeah. movie ever. And mm-hmm. I think we're going to start seeing um, movies 
mainly kids movies be on demand like this to get the conversation started early like boom it's yeah. already out it's out on sunday it or comes out on friday you kids stream it friday saturday sunday and hopefully we can get our families back together relatively soon and then it, it, it's just going to be constant because i'll tell you what all my friends kids are around the same age as your boys mm-hmm. maybe a little older and it's like, you know, it's just nonstop of either Moana or another movie that comes yeah. out. Like, it's just nonstop of one movie they like. And then it's just repeat, on repeat, 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 yeah. repeat. So if you can, if Disney or whoever can get that in the next couple of years saying, well, we can be that movie which kids repeat. We can be Moana. We can be Coco. We can be that. I think, well, we can be Trolls or Scoob. Oh, by the way, yeah, how was Scoob? Okay. Um, oh shit. Uh, remind me, there's a story that I want to get to that my wife just kind of texted me right now, but, um, but anyway, Scoob. Okay. So I'm, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Scooby-Doo, right? All the way from like, you know, the stuff originally released back in the seventies and all that. Scooby-Doo-Doo. You know, back from the original Hanna-Barbera days, right? 100%. Um, so I, I grew up with all Scooby-Doo's and, you know, luckily for me, uh, my daughter, the six-year-old, she's very into Scooby-Doo as well. Now, there's several uh, reincarnations of, of the Scooby-Doo show, several of them. You can find them all over Netflix, but uh, she, she likes it. She likes all of those mystery uh, shows, you know, stuff with ghosts and all spooky. And what it gotten but, away with it, yeah, too. If it weren't for you meddling kids, right? So um, I grew up with all that stuff. And um, so I'm like, all right, you know, you know, she, when we first saw the trailer, when it first came out months ago, way before the whole lockdown thing, uh, she seemed very excited to watch it. So I'm like, all right, cool. Every Friday, it's supposed to be family movie night. So we watch a movie that we haven't seen together as a family. That's cool. Uh, so yeah, so we'll do that. And so this Friday, we picked it. Now, it started off, okay, so I, wa- I watched, keep in mind that I watched Scoop kind of like to through two different lenses right one lens was through the eyes of my daughter how she was reacting to it and it reminds me of how would i react to that movie if i was that age when i was that age as well kind of thing so through that lens i guess i could say it's it's it was a fun enough experience my daughter had liked it too and so you know luckily we bought it so which means she can watch it over and over again and then right. like, the, very, the very next day she said she wanted to rewatch it so that let there me know go. that she enjoyed it, right? Now, as far as me, I think the direction that they went in. Now, the other lens, which is the guy who critiques movies, um, you know, they and watched I, Scooby-Doo for twenty-five years, right? So, and in terms, I'm, I wasn't happy with the direction that they went in the story in. Um, it was more of a sci-fi feel rather than uh, the spooking aspect of it, right? Hmm. Um, so they went more of that direction. I wasn't a big fan of the um, the art direction. Uh, I felt like I felt like they were still like you know three generations away from like completely rendering the look of the characters and the animation. Um, there's a lot of a lot of it, and I uh, you know I was kind of like, eh, it, it wasn't a bad movie, but at the end of it, it was kind of like, eh, whatever, right? Was um, it was it better or worse than the live action ones with Matthew Lillard? I like those a lot better. Okay, me too. Well, I mean, I didn't yeah. see the scoop, but yeah, those are dope. Matthew Lillard was great as as uh, you know as as Shaggy, although nobody will ever beat Casey Kasem's uh, Shaggy, right? So, um, so there's that. Uh, I, I wasn't, I, you know, I wasn't happy with some of the uh, choices that went as far as the casting and all that. 
Um, it was a very kind of lackluster movie, and at the same, but at the same time, it kind of served its purpose. And I can tell that they're trying to go for like world building. They want to build a universe. Because do, do you care if I give, give you spoilers? Scooby Doo. How? What spoilers are there? Well, as far as characters that are, who appeared, like oh, I said, no, they are ahead. they are opening up a Hanna Barbera universe for the movies. So Flint, you're um, talking about Flintstones popped in there. Uh, not quite there yet, but okay, I think okay. there were some characters. There was yeah, one. Sounds... There was one especially that I very much super hardcore geeked out on, and I was excited because I immediately recognized who it was. The voice was a little bit different um, because in the original. He was somebody who wasn't wasn't very articulate with his uh, language. In fact, he was very, I should say, primitive, uh, almost uh, prehistoric. So um, he's a dinosaur, but I just, a, he was a short, hairy dude. Boonga um, boonga, me not like. Oh, oh shit! Oh, you, but every, but they call me Cap. Captain Caveman. So Captain Caveman made an appearance in this. Damn. Yeah. So I I geeked out on that. Um, There's a lot of characters in it who um, there was uh, Dick Dastardly. You know, he was one of the original Dick uh, villains. He made an appearance of that. What Uh, a name. There was another dog. I forget the dog's name. but um, Was Scrappy in it? No, Scrappy was not in it. Um, But there was a... Several other characters. That's who disappointing. Made an, several other characters who made an appearance, um, and I think, uh, uh, for that aspect, I think I very much enjoyed it. And I kind of curious to see where else, what direction these guys want to go. Oh, uh, you, you know what I've been watching actually? Mm-hmm. It's not a, um, it's not a show on Netflix. It's not even a show on Disney. It's actually a recap show of sh- of movies on YouTube. On if you're a nerd then you know new rock stars and new rock stars. It's a, it's a YouTube channel and they just break down all nerdy shit, all Marvel shit, much more like in, in depth than we do. They have guys who, you know, they'll slow movies down. They'll slow a trailer down and break it frame by frame. You know, thank goodness for those guys because I don't have the fucking time to do that shit. Like I just don't. And nobody can pay. And if, if I got paid to do it, Maybe a different story, but I don't, so I rely on these guys. But they've been going through all the Marvel movies and breaking them down, and it's been it's been awesome to see because they're like catching little Easter eggs and explaining stuff, and you know, especially when the the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, because James Gunn likes to hide a lot of dope Easter eggs in his movies, yeah. and so those have been really fun to watch. Yeah, I think these are guys who create these channels. These are guys who have. Let's see a lot more time available to be able to focus on this. When and also, I, and, and I wish I, I wish I could be that dude. kind of. Yeah, they're like I, legit sponsors. Yeah. So they they make a living off of this. One hundred percent. That's their job now. Yeah, that's their job now. Uh, us, we're just two dads who get together once a week and talk about shit we like watching. Damn right. So, but that's about it. But uh, yeah. So anyway, the news that I wanted to get to that my uh, literally my wife just sent me over here. Uh, you're a fan of Kevin and Bean, right? Back in the day. It well. There's uh, there's Kevin Ryder, of course. He's still out of here, but you know, Bean Baxter, uh, he moved out to London some time ago. And uh, anyway, it's just being reported that uh, you know, Bean is battling COVID nineteen right now. Oh shit! Yeah, Bean has COVID. Bean has COVID, and he's battling it out right now. Well, he because you know he, he lives out in London, but yeah, man, I you know so. 
And There's fucking that. K-Rock didn't do them any favors recently. No, K-Rock, I think since that happened, I have not listened to K-Rock at all anymore. I listened to K-Rock in a while. K- I grew up on K-Rock, but me K-Rock too. is officially dead to me. I should be done with that one. Yeah, how dare, how, how dare them? Damn. Yeah. Well, hopefully Bean's all right. I mean, if that if Boris Johnson can recover, because I remember he went from like being okay to being sick to being hospitalized, yeah, and now so. he's okay again. So hopefully Bean, shout out to you, man. Yeah, so this is a story that I'm definitely going to follow, keep an eye on, and all that sort of thing. 100%. Uh, do you have anything else? Uh, any other more somber news we should discuss? Uh, no, man, that's it. I think, um, you know, little by little, I know a lot of our fans, you know, they know that they've known that a lot of our material has been kind of sporadic a little bit right now. But we are going to get back to a lot of the nerdy talk that we first yep. started off with. Because 100%. I know we started, we started gaining a lot of listeners, a lot of fans out there, especially with our early day material. So we are going to get back to that. We, we really are. Um, it's just, you know, you know, it's just we're juggling a whole bunch of other things. Who, right now. Who would have thought this would happen? Yeah. Oh. So, um, yeah, when we started first started back in December, we, we you know, we, we very much started enjoying what it was that we're doing. And we want to get back to that. You know, where we want to get back to that, you know, where we, we have actually have outlines and topics and things like that. So we Your are going to get back to yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll get there. And I know we have a, a, a few movies to break down. One of them being yeah. Back to the Future. We'll talk about that. Um, but yeah, we're, we'll get hopefully when the world gets back to normal, we'll get back to normal. That's we the plan. Will. We will. And if even if the world doesn't get back to normal, we'll, we'll do be there. our best for the nerd lot to get back to normal. We'll take, we'll take the red pill. <laughs> All right, man. How can you find our show? You can find us um, everywhere you can think of. Close your eyes and we're there. But if you don't want to do that, you can actually go to um, YouTube. We're there. But really... Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Google Podcasts now. Where else are we? Damn, I haven't done this in a minute. Stitcher? Stitcher. Uh, anyway, uh, tune in radio. You can find us on tune, tune in. in radio. Just go to the nerdlot.com. Really. Yeah, go to nerdlot. Yeah, it'll guide you through all the different sources you can listen to. But, uh, what was I going to get? Anyway, if you do happen to listen to our this episode or any of our episodes on, uh, and you are listening on Apple Podcasts, do us a solid and make sure to give us a quick star rating, maybe a five, uh, and uh, also give us a quick review because the more stars we have and the more reviews that we have, it kind of helps us out with the uh, algorithm and yep. people start to notice us a little bit more. So, hey, yeah. And even if you hate the show, give us five stars. You can give us five stars and say these two dudes are idiots. These two guys don't deserve any stars, but just give us five anyway. Yeah, definitely. And I'll make sure Brandon tickles your balls. Oh, yeah. And if you give us a negative review and it's five stars, I'll read it. I'll read that shit. Yeah, we actually we were doing that. Yeah, we were reading like giving shout outs and reviews out there yep. on the show as well. But anyway, yeah, check us out there. Check us out on social media. We're all over the place. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram at the Nerdlot and Facebook at the Nerdlot as well. So be sure to do that. And uh, Brandon, I know you have other shows happening. What what is it that else? What else is it that you have going on? Uh, well, you can check out my sports show. It's called After Hour Sports. Um, I've been covering the Last Dance documentary in a little bit more detail. And as sports comes back, um, we'll talk about it as well. So you can follow that. You can go to ahsports.com, LA, ahsportsla.com. Jesus. Yeah, and I have two other shows happening. Well, they're pretty much internet music shows. Well, one of them is. But anyway, Manny and Lo-Fi, as you can see up there, uh, that is uh, on Mixler every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. That's more of an uncensored radio show, Mm -hmm. one in which I don't have to follow any FCC rules. So, and but the other show that I have going on is that I am actually on radio. Uh, it's called Manny's Mixtape. I am on KQBH 101.5 FM out here in Los Angeles. But if you are slightly out of range, be sure to check it out at lpfm.la. 
every Saturday night at 7 p.m. Um, yeah, but in, but also uh, you can find my shit at uh, at Manny's underscore mixtape on Instagram for other goodies that I have going on there. And a boy, good memes All too. Right. Yeah, All right, Manny, it's it's always a pleasure talking to you, man. I missed oh, your face. Really, I missed your face, you know, and I'm sorry I've been a little bit out of the tax there. It's all good, man. Uh, but we'll, but we'll, we'll figure we'll, it out. We'll get back on it. We will definitely 100%. will. Uh, but yeah, all right, man. My name is Manny. My name is Brandon. And together we are the Nerd Lot. The Nerd Lot. All right, guys. Until next time. Later. Later. <laughs>